Welcome back to another episode of Hot Mess Espresso. We are at season one finale, guys. Let's go. So to be completely honest, I wasn't sure how I wanted to end season one, and I haven't been sure since I started season one 10 weeks ago, which is just, it's insane to me. Like, this started out as a hope and a dream, and it has become so much bigger than I even anticipated for the first 10 weeks. And just a disclaimer, guys, I have all four of the creatures down with me, and they are exploring all the new things because I just packed up my aesthetic studio um, a couple of days ago, and... They're like all these, yeah, see, there's Max, all these fun things to explore. Um, so it's just chaos down here, as it always is, but now there's just more chaos. But anyways, back to this whole thing. I haven't really uh haven't really figured out how to end this because obviously this is just a season it wasn't like a mini series or anything like that this is something that i want to continue doing um but a few weeks ago i had somebody one of my tiktok followers ask me to do a segment on kind of my journey and i realized that this whole podcast is kind of my journey but more of my journey of how I got diagnosed. So I think we're going to go through that this week. Well, this week for the next few weeks. So I was actually just on another podcast talking about this a little bit, but I will give you guys all the more detailed version. So I obviously, when you're undiagnosed borderline, you're you're a lot of things. You are unpredictable. You're irrational. You're reckless. You're a lot of things. So without going into like all of the detail, mostly because I've blocked a lot of it out for my own sanity because I just sit and stew in the guilt. Um, so for that sake, we'll just say I was I was pretty off kilter. Um, and then in my mid twenties, I graduated aesthetic school. Um, my first salon job was an absolute bust. My second, I believe salon job I got fired from and, um, it was just not, it was not a good time. I had, I had an acquaintance basically, uh, say something about, borderline personality disorder. And I was like, what? So I Googled it. And the second I Googled it, I went, (laughs) oh shit. It made so much sense. So much sense. So I started calling around and figuring out who my insurance would take because That's the fun thing about mental illness in this country, and I'm sure in other countries, but I'm just going to bitch about this one because I currently live in it. Um, You have to hope that your therapist takes your insurance, and most places do not. 
So I wound up going through, and, I, and I'm glad I did, but I wound up going through the like area hospitals behavioral health program that's like outpatient, obviously. And I uh, got in relatively quickly, actually. It was within a month that I had a intake appointment. And then I think it was like a week later that I got matched with somebody and I could see them within two weeks. So I started with my first therapist and I think I was, God, I'd only been going to see her for two or three months and then she was leaving. So then I went to my second therapist, same, same office. Alphabet. Yes, I named my my bonded girls after the wicked characters, Nessa and Elfie. It's it's just a thing over here. So anyways, so I went to my second therapist and that therapist was going to go on maternity leave within six months. So it's real fun. Having an attachment and abandonment disorder and then playing musical therapists. I'm just over here like can't get attached to this one because things are going to happen. So then I went to my third therapist and I saw them for five months. And then there were some things that caused them to not be available. So I went to therapist number four who I saw for quite a long time. I saw him for a decent, decent amount of time. A couple years, year and a half, maybe. But he is actually the one that wound up diagnosing me. And the thing is, is if you walk into one appointment and walk out with a borderline diagnosis, they are full of shit. It takes months because they have to rule out other mental disorders and illnesses because borderline can present a lot like severe anxiety and depression. It can start to present as bipolar. It can start to present as ADHD. And fun fact, I have both BPD. Well, now it's CPTSD because of my time in therapy and uh, healthy relationships and all of that that have kind of dumbed me well not dumbed me down but like whittled me down to i'm no longer seven out of nine characteristics i would say i'm between five and six depending on a lot of whatever going on so uh i have both cpsd slash bpd and adhd and that's a whole that's a whole fun ball game and i i'm seeing a lot of people online saying, oh, well, I was misdiagnosed borderline when really I'm ADHD. And I'm not saying that they're wrong, but what I am saying is while they're similar, there is a lot to borderline that separates it from ADHD. And I will get into that in later episodes. I am already like doing my research in the compare contrast at this point because I'm also interested in this because I saw it all over TikTok and now I'm, you know, either going to debunk or prove that theory. Um, but for right now, my current theory is that you can have both and 
borderline takes so long to diagnose and because ADHD can be very similar, um, I can see why they would think, oh, it's it's not borderline, it's ADHD. It can be both. It can be both. Definitely can be both. How do I know? Ask me how I know. But anyways, I digress. So, um, and I, it wasn't even like my therapist sat there and went, congratulations, you have not been diagnosed. I happened to see it on discharge paperwork because the way that that hospital system works, you get paperwork after every visit. And I just happened to flip into the diagnoses because I never looked at the damn things. I was like, whatever. I don't want to read my like plethora of chronic illnesses and mental illnesses because I'm a cute little spoonie on top of everything else. But we'll get into that. So I looked and it said borderline personality disorder. And I went, oh, okay. And I, I remember the day. It was after an appointment in August of 2018. And that is just literally how I got diagnosed. My therapist just diagnosed me and put it in the paperwork. And for me, I'm grateful that he did it that way for the sheer fact that a lot of the times, especially when you have identity issues like I have and still struggle with uh, a little bit, it's nice to just treat what's going on with you versus being like, oh, I have borderline. Therefore, I have to match everything to borderline because that's my new identity. It it doesn't help when it comes to therapy and figuring all of that junk out. So I'm grateful that it happened that way for some people. They would rather just their therapist come out and say, hey, you have borderline, which is fine. I am not knocking that. For some people, that's what they need. This is what I needed. And I'm grateful that my therapist figured that out because I don't know if I would have been able to figure that out myself. In fact, when I started getting better, I struggled with the fact that what am I if I'm no longer fully borderline? Because I could identify with these symptoms and I could identify with these characteristics. But what am I when I start getting better? And that was terrifying for me. But that's, you know further down the road of my journey. So after that therapist, he wound up leaving, um, I guess, public practice and went into private practice. And I saw him for a little bit. Um, My therapist before um, was able to come back and they've actually just gone into private practice within the last year, year and a half. Um. And it was actually kind of funny because I remember sitting in their office and while they were at the, um, in the public practice setting and they kind of looked at me, they're like, so I have news. I was like, let me guess you're leaving too. They were like, yeah, I was like, well, where you go, I follow because I was so sick of constantly having to, it's like dating when, when you are going through therapists, it's like dating. You have to re-explain all of your trauma, all of your triggers, all of, well, I guess you don't do that on the first date, but you explain all of the things to a new person that now has to basically sort out all of your bullshits and figure out like what your, what your actual problem areas are, what you identify as your problem areas and all of this. I didn't want to do that again. So now I currently see my, um, 
I have seen my therapist, current therapist for, um, let me see. It's been less than two years since I started seeing them again because I was seeing my other therapist right before I got married. Um, so it has been a journey. And also with that journey, I'm finding that healing is not linear. I have found that there are some places that I feel worse for a series of weeks or even like a couple of months because something has been brought up that I'm finally in a place to unpack and it's a lot. It is definitely a lot. So for all of you listening out there that are going through your own healing process and you know, know that this whole diagnosis takes months and even sometimes, I think up to a year sometimes, depending on how much you kind of present as other disorders or they're trying to figure out if you have just that or one and another one. It's, that's why this is not one size fits all. This podcast is not one size fits all. This, this is my perspective and all of that jazz. But I, I really feel like, especially within the last 10 weeks, my healing has been a little harder because I've brought up a lot. I've talked about a lot. And it was so much easier when I was writing the blog because I could just type it out on paper and I thought I got it all out, but I, I more got it out on a surface level versus what I'm doing right now. So if you are listening and you feel like you're going through it right now where you feel like you are hypersensitive to triggers and you feel like you're going backwards, it's okay. I'm not saying it's okay to be an asshole, but what I am saying is it's okay to go backwards sometimes because you may be processing some things that you didn't realize you needed to process or you are pushing yourself on one area of your life and that is causing you to not be able to regulate as much. Trust me when I tell you I have been struggling with the emotional regulation lately. It has been really difficult. So just keep on keeping on. God, that is so cliche. Ugh. Don't worry. If you're cringing, I'm also cringing. You just just keep going. Just keep pushing. Try, but also try to take a step back and figure out what's what's going on within yourself. I I say this because I need to get better at that. And getting diagnosed is just the tip of the iceberg. I feel like it's almost worse once you know because then you're really, really like self-aware. And well, if you actually want to change, I know a few people that get their diagnoses and then go, meh. And I no longer speak to those people because it brings me down. So anyways, in conclusion, I feel like I'm writing a paper. Healing, you have to go at your own pace. 
You are going to three steps forward, a couple steps back. It's like a really shitty dysfunctional waltz. If any of you know how to waltz and the dance floor is on fire. But eventually you find the fire extinguisher and you put the fire out for, I don't know, a matter of time. So that that is it. That is that is the season. That is season one of Hot Mass Espresso. I am still mind blown that this has gotten as much traction as it has even in the first season. And I already have plans for season two, which will be coming out in four weeks. So I need to double check my calendar on what day that is, but I'm pretty sure it is the last Wednesday in August, maybe the first Wednesday in September, unsure. You can check my TikTok and my Instagram for that. They are both hotmass.espresso with an S, no X. And uh, I, I cannot wait to bring you guys season two. I really cannot. I'm so incredibly grateful for everything this podcast has brought me so far and all of the people it has brought me and just all of the stories and all of the people that can relate to this. This is this is exactly why I'm doing this. So until I see you guys in four weeks, stay hot and stay messy.